fourth official soccer podcast. My name is Boreal Demi, and I'm joined as usual by Justin and Manny. And we're going to take things a little different in this episode of the podcast. We're, we're going to keep it very casual. And I, when I mean casual, I mean really casual. Right, guys? That's right. Well, let's make this more awkward, shouldn't we? <laughs> Yeah, I can cut that part out. Okay, that's Justin. <laughs> Take it from the top. <laughs> I no, I le- you guys leave mentioned. it in. Double it. All right. Put that yeah, in place. Was... Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it's going to be casual today. Um, so, but uh, I think the basic gist of today will be obviously the Champions League, the uh, Milan derby, which happened last weekend. I'm still uh, mourning from that loss. Um, and then we're going to talk some EPL, of course, as usual, um, and give our upcoming uh, predictions for the upcoming games uh, in the Champions League coming up this week. So uh, let's start. Let's start um, anywhere you want to start. Um, my feelings are hurt. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to start with that. Do, do you want to ask me why? Uh, I hey, think boy. we can all, we can all assume Bri, but let's, let's, let's hear from... Uh, from your mouth, Bori. Why, why I, are you feeling that way? My, feel, my feelings are hurt, and, and I'm a little sad because uh, uh, Callum Hudson Adoy got subbed after 30 minutes. I mean, what else do you think I was re- going to say? No, hold on. That's not the reason. <laughs> That's not the reason. We'll get to that later. Uh, what a game. I mean, I don't even know where to start. Um, I was joking with you all during the game, I, you know, when the game was happening. Uh, that I was going to make this a two-hour rant. Uh, but I'm glad we didn't record yesterday on Sunday because I literally was going to make a two-hour rant. Um, part of the reason, I know a lot of people may think like Milan is done or like we're, you know, this is just a blip, right? Everyone, even City went through this in the beginning of the season. Remember when they were losing games left and right? Um, not that many. We've only lost three games in, in the Serie A. Um, this season so I, I still have faith that we can still win the the, the Serie A personally and again I said that last year and I'm still saying it again but the only reason why I'm really mad and angry is because of our coach Pioli was personally I, I think and I don't want to be a dead horse because if you follow me on Twitter you see that I've basically blamed Pioli like everyone knows that I've blamed him and I think he made a lot of mistakes that we see common that is common between like coaches of of uh, in Italy, like from Italian like coaches that are from Italy, where they're very stubborn or they think they 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 need to go with like what is tried and trusted. So, for example, Romagnoli. Um, it, it pissed me over off who, because Romagnoli over who? Oh come on! Don't don't do this to me. Yeah, I mean, okay, I'm not gonna lie. Tomorrow, tomorrow is is a faster. I mean, the guy is so good. And the problem the problem I, I see with this though is that he went for seniority, which is and he's a captain. Romagnoli is a captain. I understand, but you know that Lukaku and Lautaro Martinez are very fast paced. They will, you know, they're strong and and everything. And you know that you can't put your slowest center backs as defenders. Like everyone on Twitter was like saying this even before the game, like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, predicted lineups come out. Like if you, you know, you know, 24 hours before and people like, Oh, like, Oh my gosh, Romagnoli should not play. Like everyone said it. And it's crazy that even after everyone 
knew that like we're going to get bamboozled because we're playing two slow center backs. We got bamboo bamboozled. So so that's my blame. I mean, I, I don't know how you guys saw the the game. And from your perspective, what do you think? Um we could have done better. Yeah. Let's first of all, let's just level set for our listeners. We are of course talking Milan Derby. We are of course talking three nothing uh don't embarrassment. Why are you saying this? Why do you have to that's repeat? three goals to enter uh and a big old goose egg for why AC you, Milan. Why are you repeating this thing? Everyone knows. I just everyone. want to make sure we're all on the same page here, uh, because I, I know you have a lot of thoughts, Bori. Um, so I, I just want to make sure, like, before you get really going here, before we get in gear with uh, your rant, that uh, we know what we're talking you gotta, about. You gotta, you know, you gotta set the stage. Uh, this was a long time coming. I, Bori, I believe you Come called on, this no, no, the no. biggest, quote-unquote, biggest game, no. biggest game of the season. It, it well, was, I, I, I think it was it a long time coming because I don't think it of is. all this. So, so the previous Coppa Italia yeah. picture, you don't yeah. think that that, like, added Dude. more to this uh, to this to this game it like elevated it to another level you know we obviously know what happened in that one i mean let's go Dude. lukaku the fact that, hold on the fact that inter won that cup which by the way was just two one and we were a man down and inter didn't score until we were a man down so the i think the only reason why we lost this game and remember tomorrow we played that game and it's no coincidence that he, he played that game. The only reason why we considered, in my opinion, was, was because we were a man down and, and we didn't have, you know, we were still, still trying to play the high press, which is another problem that, that I realized. Like, even at 2-0 down or at 1-0 down, I understand we need to score, but we kept getting cut, cut out. But to be honest, we could have played Tamari and also Kalulu, who's normally a, a right back. But he's played center back because we've had injuries this season and he's been phenomenal. This guy doesn't make mistakes. I don't know how in the world Pioli thought, let's play at two slowest center backs and let's, you know, let's see how they're going to run past. I mean, they did run past us. It was so obvious that that was going to happen. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed. Um, I'm not mad at, at the captain because obviously he got chosen. But I hope Pioli at least sees that there is a problem, that he has a problem. The problem is he doesn't have pace against opponents that 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 have pace we should simply not play both of them maybe one of them but not both so that was my that's a short version of my rant (laughs) that's much yeah the much condensed version Uh, i almost wish that we had recorded last night bori so we could have gotten you like unfiltered and raw your your full two-hour rant uh I mean, so I've lashed out on people on social media. Like, I don't usually post on Twitter. Like, I don't respond. Usually, respond to people, but some people were just saying some nonsense. And I was just like, I'm, I'm mad. And I was just like giving it to them. Basically, I was lashing out onto them, which I felt bad. But it was, I, I was really angry. And and I listened to the post match interview. I mean, he meant, you know, he didn't blatantly say the reason why is because of slow center backs, but. I'm just frustrated that he did not mention or acknowledge that he made a mistake that of playing both center backs against a fast-paced um, forward, which is so frustrating. I wish I was a coach. I wish I was okay. a coach. That's well, all. let's do the autopsy here. All right, let's walk sure. through it. Uh, the anatomy of a loss. Um, Go ahead. First goal, five minutes in. Yeah. 
this I think probably best exemplifies of the three goals. This one was a pretty exemplary of what you're talking about, Bori, with Martinez just like going, like running right past both both the center halves. Well, I mean, yeah, the first, I mean, the first goal with, with the Lukaku crossing, um, personally, I think Lukaku shouldn't have even, even gotten that far initially before he had to like cut it back and then cross the ball or, or whatever. Um, I think if it was Tomori, Tomori would have blocked him, he would have gotten the ball, or maybe Lukaku would have known not to run because Lukaku knew that he could just run past Romagnoli. I, I don't know if you saw that gif on, 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 on Twitter, but people were saying like, Romagnoli was saying, man, that guy's too fast, you know, in Italian. And it's like, duh, everyone knows you're slow. So he, all he has to do is run. But against yeah. Tomori, he probably wouldn't have done, made that movie. He would have probably maybe caught, cut, cut. And then Kai, who is, by the way, one of the best defenders this season, um, even though he just received three goals, um, he did his best. He, he blocked the first attempt to cross the ball in. And then the second attempt, just, you know, he was out of position. You know, it, it's, again, Romagnoli's fault, in my opinion. So is it all goals where... Yeah. Is it Romagnoli or is it just the entire back line? Because you guys were playing that high press from minute one. Yeah, but come on, everyone plays high on press. It early ba- Bayern and... plays high press and they win. So, like, high press is not a problem. The problem is slow. Bayern have, Bayern have capable players that can play high sure. press, to your point. And well, additionally, you know, Conte watching Inter and you guys playing them multiple times a season, you know, not only in the league, but in you know, Coppa Italia and other competitions. Conte, everyone knows Conte sticks to one one system, yeah. same players. You guys should have been prepared for that, you know? Yep, yep. And I just no, want to say for the record, I started watching this game at minute four. So oh, I don't God. know if that has anything to do with it. And I alluded to it a few weeks yeah. ago where, you know, <laughs> where Milan lost. And it was, uh, you know, because I – happened to just pay the ESPN plus subscription and watch their games. I don't know if that coincides with the uh, results, Bori, you know, not to kind right. of rub that I salt think, into the wound, but I'm enjoying rubbing that salt into the wound. I at the don't, moment. I don't usually believe in all these like, you know, conspiracy, conspiracy theories and all that stuff, but I think you're right, man. You just need to just get off ESPN plus get a refund, you know, use that money to, to buy a snack or something just, you know, I think that would be a better use of that money. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, I may reconsider next month. Uh, I may cancel my subscription before the <laughs> auto renews. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But, you know, in general, I think, again, a, a lot of people are writing Milan off already. I think, the, especially the media, they're saying, boo, you know, you know, Milan is going to lose just like how Lazio were on top last season. First of all, there's a reason why Inter Milan are out of the Champions League. There's a reason why they're out of the Coppa Italia. They, are, they, they break down when it's needed the most. I mean, yeah, they came up yesterday, but when it's needed the most, meaning staying up, up top and actually eventually winning the Serie A, I think they will break down. I think it won't be that Milan will improve. I, I know Milan will improve and, and they'll, start, they'll continue to win games and, and all that sorts, but I think Inter Milan will drop a lot of points. And they will undo what they just did yesterday. Um, I'm not saying that because I'm I'm a, I'm an Inter Milan hater, but I'm only saying that because we've seen this. I mean, look at the group they had in Champions League. They couldn't even get get into the the Europa, Europa League. So, what makes you think they're gonna have that mentality to go all the way in the Serie A? 
I don't, I don't think it's possible. So we'll check. Um, yeah. We'll check I mean, it again. makes a lot of sense I, as we'll, I mean, we'll get to it when we start talking about champions league here in a minute. Uh, but there's definitely via, be it the format of the competitions or uh, maybe the players approach managers approaches to the different competitions like domestic versus um, European competition. But we're, there's a big difference between results and outcomes for a lot of teams in the Champions League versus in the domestic league. So maybe Inter, they cashed out of Champions League, and now they're going to be all in on the domestic league. Are you, are you saying so. that they, they purposefully crashed out of Champions no. League? <laughs> no. No, I'm not an I, apologist I, that, I, like they, that. No. They I don't think they purposely that. did it, but it's kind of just a, a byproduct. They, they, their tactics, their approach to their European uh, group, well, their group stage fixture, fixtures – was the wrong one, but uh, that's kind of like for the players on Inter. That's like kind of ancient history at this point. You know, it, sure. it's two months later. They they're all in on their domestic uh, league, and it kind of showed uh, at least this weekend against their rivals. Yeah, and to add to that, um, Conte is not known for necessarily doing well in Champions League or European competitions. Period. Um, I remember when. I wonder why. He, when he was at Chelsea and he won the league, I mean, he dominated in the league, but crashed out early in Champions League, you know? And if you see, if you go back to when he was at, uh, you know, Juventus as well, it's the same story. You know, he does well domestically, um, but European competition is not his forte, no matter how good of a squad he has. And you the, can't argue that he hasn't gotten the, the players that he's asked for. Yeah. I mean, the time he he won with Chelsea, and I hate to say this, it's literally because every player was playing, every team was playing crap, just like now. Every team is, I mean, United is maybe better, but like you see all the t- other teams, top six teams, you, the usual top six teams are not playing very well. Anyways, let's 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 move on to the next thing. I don't want to make this a Milan podcast. So uh, Champions League. How about that? How about those results? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Champions League. Lots to say in this segment. Let's talk about predictions. How, how wrong were you, Manny? <laughs> no, I think I was the most wrong. Look, for, for the record, I want to start off uh, saying that when a team puts the goals on a platter, serves them on a silver platter to the quality and the likes that, you know, Liverpool has there's no way that they were going to come back from that I don't know if you guys saw that you know just the goals like they were just oh, yeah. both goals came from errors on the back line yeah um I, and it was I, really who shocking made them? To see. Who, who made them was Upamecano one of them this is exactly where I knew you were going to go this there. Do, you, do, you, um, do you understand why Bayern like I don't understand why Bayern Munich is prioritizing him I mean maybe he just had a shock of a game Oh, his head is not there. But this is the problem I keep saying. Every time they keep announcing things before the season ends, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, you know, I mean. No, you know, I, want, I completely agree with you. And you know what's funny? Watching him play out there, he looks so pedestrian. Didn't look anything like the talent that, you know, he was described as having. And, you know, it actually, watching him play, Bori, it reminded me of what you said about these announcements halfway through the season. You know, I don't know if they actually get into the players' minds and they're already, like, moved on, checked out, you know, from their current season, current team. I mean, you would hope not because, you know, of you course. still have to be a professional. 
but you can't help but wonder, hey, you know, he's already like to him, it doesn't matter if they win or lose this game or if they're sure. eliminated from the championship. Like the guy's going on to the best team, the most dominant German team in the league. And of course, I'd say like one of the most, if not the most dominant uh, team in Europe at the moment. Yeah. So, Do you know why I think this, this is very, I mean, it's not an exact comparison, but I was fortunate enough to have a job offer before my before my before I graduated college do you know what I did for the rest of the semester I didn't put much work I mean obviously I had to pass my class to graduate uh, you know but once I know that I have this like shiny offer like why do I need to put all that work into school anymore because I'm I'm already gonna graduate like I'll be fine that that's the way I think of it I'm thinking from from a personal point of view like I'm like it's the same thing here you're going to this big club you already signed all the papers why would you kill yourself you know, for this team that you're currently in. I don't get it. Anyways. Yeah, so Justin, I will eat crow. Uh, I will eat crow, though. I did have yeah. Leipzig coming away unscathed, and sure. clearly it's not what happened. But um, like we're about to speak to, there were a lot of errors, defensive errors, that led to some very surprising uh, results in Champions League as well. So, yeah. Well, all that's needed is a Sapitzer goal. You know, the, the worldy he scored last weekend. Uh, if you've not seen that goal, you should definitely check it out. Um, the ball swerved so much. But I think the way... I think they just need to come in with the right mentality. I think they can do it. I think they can still beat Liverpool. And I still have my money on RB Leipzig. Shocker. Wow. Justin, what yeah. do you think? Um. I think so. I, I don't think any of us predicted the scoreline correctly for any of these games, honestly. But like, just a quick, that, a does, quick check does in that here. Make us, does that make us professional pundits now? <laughs> I'd say, well, we were close. I'd say, oh. I, I, I predicted two one, uh, and you guys predicted two two. You, both, both of you. So I think yeah, we're two one close. two one with which club scoring the two, Bori? Oh, actually, you know what? You guys were far off. You guys suck. You guys are not Bori. Bori, Bori predicted <laughs> 2-1 Leipzig win. Uh, Man- <laughs> Don't Manny say it I- the way. Don't say that way. Just say 2-1 was was scoreline I predicted. Sure. Yeah. Of of aggregate goals in the match, Bori was only off by one. Sure. If you want to look at it that way. Uh, but Manny and I both predicted a 2-2 draw um, on this first leg. So none of us were correct here. Uh um, I definitely, so I knew that Liverpool was going to get, get the goals. I knew that they were going to score. I didn't predict it to come from such egregious mistakes from no Leipzig, I, but I thought Leipzig was going to like, what, what happened here? Why didn't Leipzig break through why, Liverpool's defense? Why didn't Leipzig score? Why, first of all, I, okay. First of all, I didn't watch the game, so I can't tell you that. But if you look at what's <laughs> happening in the EPL, hold on. I'll tell you why I'm saying okay, this. Tell me. How many goals has Salah scored in the last 10 games? That's why I thought they wouldn't score. And I thought Pimacano was going to shrug off the Bayern. Because the, the Bayern different news came competitions. Like, different competitions. Different competitions. That's what matter. I'm saying. It, These are two... is the same thing. They, they're battling with Bayern Munich right now for, in the Bundesliga. So you should be able to defend against a team that's not scored, that scored, what, less than five goals in the last five games? You know what, Bori? Unfortunately, the transitive property does not apply to football. I get all. that. Exactly. I yeah. get that. Doesn't, but they're such like in a bad and... form that come on, you you've got to defend. You can't. I mean, it was giveaways anyway. So 
yeah that was the main and, well that's the and that's the thing i think that really just that's what tilted the game right like as soon as those mistakes were made even on the first goal it's hard to come back mentally right when you're already down especially on a on a free giveaway i mean if you look at that first goal it was literally served like to sala like Solid is not going to miss those goals one-on-one with you know, with the keeper. It just doesn't happen. And I think they just weren't prepared for that, you know, and they went into it with a game plan and they looked good, but you know, one mistake is all it takes. And yeah. we saw that in a few of the other fixtures, most notably the, um, the Porto Juve game as well. So <laughs> can't wait to get to that and one. I know Bori, you have a lot to uh, say can't, about that game as well. So I'm going to hold off. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I want to quickly return to that though. But like uh, my um, my initial question though is like the defensive woes, the defensive like like I said, pretty egregious mistakes from Leipzig. That's like that's one thing, and and Liverpool is not going to pass up Mane and Salah are not going to pass up uh, such golden opportunities, no matter how bad Liverpool's domestic form might be. Uh, but I was at least like I said, I, I predicted a two two result here. I was surprised at how Leipzig was unable to score because if yeah. we're going to talk about form, like forget about form. I'm talking about like personnel, personnel wise, Liverpool are in dire straits on yeah. the defensive half. And that's, yep. that's, that's responsible for primarily like how bad their form has been in the domestic league. So like, why was Leipzig not able to put away even one goal in this game? Well, I watched that game and I can tell you, they actually had some really good chances. They hit the crossbar actually a few times, but most notably Allison actually showed up, you know, the, the real Allison showed up and he had quite a number of saves in that game as well. And I think it's one of those things that, um, you know, you make a, a mistake early on and okay, you're punished for it, but then you have a second mistake that leads to a goal. And now all of a sudden you're down two. Right. And you're running out of time and they just, they don't, they didn't have, you know, the depth. They didn't have anyone that they could turn to that could change the game. I mean, they, you could see visibly the confidence just being sucked out of these players as they were going on. And, you know, Liverpool's up to, Oh, like all they got to do is just sit back. Right. Like they, they don't have to advance. They're just happy to, you know, invite the pressure on and, you know, pass the ball around. Um, you know, that's, that's, I think the biggest talking point is that maybe they were just so confident the way that we were making these predictions about who was going to come out on top that they ended up, it ended up being their downfall. You know, you can't overestimate your opponents, no matter how bad of form they're in, you know, and that's something again, that I've seen, you know, I saw a lot of mistakes in not only Champions League, but also the Europa League, just defensively, just teams just playing. I don't know if they're just playing scared. You can see that. And all it takes is one mistake. And I don't think there was any team that had a defensive error that ended up pulling a, um, points out of the first leg in either uh, Champions League or Europa competition. Yeah, I think you're right, Manny. I think it's a big a big thing is it's not just like um like a tactic like they're like they're setting themselves up to be like in your words like um scared or overestimating the competition sitting being too withdrawn i think it's gonna be a recurring storyline again and again and again for the rest of the season 
is the impact of COVID. And oh, when I say COVID, I mean packed schedule, more injuries, uh, players out sick, thin squads, quick turnarounds. And these teams are just becoming like mentally exhausted. And I'm seeing it more and more. And it really shown through, I think, in the past couple of weeks, both in some of the domestic competitions and in Champions League and Europa, like you said. Uh, just like kind of just like silly giveaways leading to like easy goals. It's just like just like kind of a level of sloppiness that I think is part of this like exhaustion that a lot of players are feeling. I mean, like rightfully so. I don't blame them. Um, maybe or you could use that as an excuse. You should have led with that for why Milan uh, were like embarrassed. Maybe that's what you should have led with. We weren't embarrassed. <laughs> we were just uh, we're just letting some people win. We've scored too many goals this season. You got tired you of winning. Make, you want to make it a challenge, don't you, Bori? Of course, of course. Right. Four points off, so no big deal. We got it. All right. Uh, Shall we move on to uh, another one of the fixtures? We want yeah, to talk Barcelona PSG. I mean, we we have to. You know, yeah. the the only thing the only thing I, I want to say out of that game, and I watched that game, and I mean, I was surprised to be honest. I was surprised to see that the scoreline was going to be 4-1. Um, just because, like, I knew that Barcelona... Okay, all right, let, let me take a step back. The first surprise was seeing PK. PK wasn't played in, what, three months? Like, what in the world are you thinking? You're playing against a very fast-paced striker, and then you put PK in. This sounds wasn't familiar. Played. I was... Come Justin, on. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I'm wait, right wait. there with you. Yeah, this is just like the. This is exact. I mean, like you're not wrong, Bori. This oh, is just oh, like what you were saying oh, about still, Inter and Milan. Still, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. let's like okay. let's like blow let's blow this up. Okay, so yeah, like Bori said, Barcelona uh, embarrassed on their home turf, first time ever. They're beaten by a French a team from um, League One in France at home. Uh, not just beaten, yeah, not just beaten, but just like humiliated, four to one. Uh, by PSG and but let's blow it up just quickly like kind of to relate it back to what you're saying earlier about and during your Milan rant Bori is like can you be a top quality center half or center back in the league in like any league um, at this point in time if you don't have pace like if, if you can't if you don't have pace like can you deal effectively with modern attacking styles and with like how many pacey forward uh players and players coming from the midfield too that have a lot of pace like can you be a center back without without being able to run and run with speed yeah that's a very good question and the reason the thing is i don't have evidence to tell you the what i'm going to say and here's why because milan have slow center backs well actually a lot of like our center backs have been injured ish yeah we saw our slowest center backs have been injured (laughs) Um, and, and we've always had a fast center back. So Kalulu, before Tomori came into Kalulu, was like the fast center back. But Milan, I think it depends on how the team plays. If the team, you know, presses high and everyone's like moved up high, you have to have fast center backs. But if you're a team like, uh, you know, let's say, um, I don't know, Crotone, who who always sits back and, and you know, try to absorb the the press from the other team, then you don't need fast center backs because you're always in your half anyway, the, you know, for 80% of the game defending. So it depends on how your team plays. But in a team like Milan, Bayern Munich, teams that play high press, 
you can't have slow center backs. You cannot because you're going to get cut out and you need somebody to run with the, the runner uh, when you're trying to play the offside trap. Um, so my answer to you is no, you can't. But somehow Milan has been able to get away with it this season because we have slow center backs. But I mean, apart from yesterday and against Atalanta and against Juventus, we've played very well and we've played a high pressing uh, line with uh, defensive line with slow center backs. So yeah, all right. I can't really enough. tell you. Yeah, enough about Milan. I, I brought it up as a point of comparison, but let's let's flip it. Let's let's make sure we focus no, on the real it's problem. Not, here. It's not the same though. It's not right. So, but yeah, like that's what I'm going to say. You're Barcelona. Out for three months. I don't think Barcelona did play a very high line. They, they were kind of like sitting back a little bit, but didn't make a difference. Like Langley and uh, PK were scorched. Yeah. <laughs> scorched like yeah. time and again by Mbappe in particular. Um, yeah. So I didn't even make a difference like how high a line Barcelona was playing. Like they just like were getting just run off the park. Yeah, um, I w- I w- let me tell you what I've done. Obviously, I'm not the coach. and I'm not, I don't have any coaching license or anything. I understand that Barcelona has slow center backs. Um, PK was a good ad, and I think they were trying to go with experience. That didn't work out well for them. Umtiti, I don't know if you've, you guys have seen that guy play recently. I'm faster than Umtiti, and I'm slow, okay? So just tell you, like, <laughs> they have a problem. Umtiti is slow. The other center back that makes sense, kind of, is Pjanic. Oh, sorry, is um, uh, Longley. I don't know why I say Pjanic. It's Longley. Yeah. But we've seen it. I mean, at this a... point, they might as well play Pjanic back there, <laughs> exactly. too. I mean, he couldn't exactly. do any worse than, right. than PK. Um, but I will say this. Um, Frankie de Jong has placed in the back once or twice, or even maybe more this season. Against a team like PSG, you should be playing Frankie de Jong for that pace. And I know you're going to miss that midfield creativity and defensive mid, but you can put people like Ricky, Ricky Pulage, you can put Pjanic, like it's fine. As long as you have somebody that is back there that is fast. So that's why I was confused. I was just confused to see him on the, I saw that he was called up. I thought he was going to maybe join in at the end, but I was surprised to see him on the, on, on the starting lineup. I was like confused. I don't know about you guys. Um, well, uh, um, I didn't expect him to be as dire as he was. I mean, the storyline leading up to the game, I don't know if ever, anybody else like got this impression, but like the storyline as I saw it was like, you know, the return of the captain, like, or like, you know, a senior player, like it's like a big, like moral boost. Like he's going to rally the troops in defense. And it's like, a, uh, he's going to be a positive influence on them while they deal with like this, you know, high powered PSG attack. Uh, that obviously was not not the case, yeah. as we saw. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you think PK's done? You, you think his I, his career I mean, is like entering like the the final stages here? You remember eight zero, eight zero was it eight zero eight two? No, it was eight two against yeah. Bayern Munich last season. Um, I think PK people were calling for him to like just just retire or just leave. The yeah, team. yeah, I remember. And that. he said he he would want to. I don't, I mean, it's hard for them now because they don't have money to buy a center back, but you can't tell me that La Masia, the academy of of Barcelona, cannot provide two freaking center backs that can start coming into the realm, start learning from Piquet and and come in with that pace. You can't tell me, there's no way I would believe that. I mean, people are doing it. They bring bring people from your, 
Umbra Academy. That's a good point, uh, Bori. And I think just, you know, the problems uh, stem from last season as well. I just, this squad needs an overhaul, like point blank. Oh, yeah. uh, they've, it's no secret that they've misspent millions. I think actually over a billion dollars and just transfers that have not worked. And, you know, it's something that completely, you know, showed but I also think that it's one of those things where, you know, just watching some of the players' uh, demeanor as well. I mean, Messi yeah. just looks, you know, completely just at, like out of it. Like he's just, you know, just all right. I'm I'm ready to get you know over and done with this. Right? He's already looking forward to his next chapter, and um, he's a captain. And if you, you know, it starts with the leadership and the captain. And if he's already checked out, you know, same point that we made with like Upa Meccano and RBL, like if he's already checked out, then what message does that send to the rest of the squad? You know, um, they were actually, Barcelona was fortunate to even get a goal in that game. Um, you yeah. know, the penalty that was called with uh, Frankie de Jong, like, I don't think that was a PK. It looked and, like he no, tripped on No, it was a PK, like, come on. No, 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 it was a PK. It, it was, okay, but it was, but it was what I'm PK. saying is like, you know, it could have been the scoreline. I mean, it could have been a lot worse. It could have sure, been sure. a lot worse. And, uh, it was actually, interestingly enough, you know, uh, this just goes to show you that stats don't really matter that much anymore, course, at least yeah. not this season, um, having lost, um, you know, every single match, uh, and it, you know, against, uh, Barcelona, PSG, Monaco, and all the other teams that have come up from France, um, they finally won. And this was actually only the second win at the Camp No for Pochettino in his entire career. Yeah. So, you know, it was a milestone. And I just want to point out the fact that um, uh, Mbappe, or I'm sorry, Pochettino was actually uh, interviewed after the game. And he said that Mbappe told him very confidently, he asked him before the game, like, how many times have you won at Camp No? And he said, I've only done it once before in my entire career. And he said, "Tonight you're gonna you're gonna get your second win." And wow, look at that! That's, he he that's, stepped that's up, crazy. talked the talk, and walked the walk. So yeah, that's, that's um, yeah, stuff. that's actually yes. So like that's actually a pretty good segue into something I want to talk about, um, Manny. Which is like so like Bori and I were meant talking earlier this week about Messi, who I think Bori, if uh, I can speak for you, I think we both agree is uh, the goat. Um, and how, even though I still think he is like, it's kind of hard. It becomes harder to make that defense that Messi is the greatest of all time when he keeps on get repeatedly now, multiple times over multiple seasons, getting humiliated in the biggest club competition in the world. Uh, Bory said eight, you know, he just got embarrassed at home. So I, I don't want to focus too much on Messi this time because there's there's still one more leg to play. But um, between what happened um, between Barcelona and PSG, and then also with uh, Dortmund and Sevilla, are we? And then also actually uh, with what happened with Juventus and how they lost, um, are we seeing the cha a changing of the guard? Like, are we seeing the rise of the next generation uh, led by Mbappe and Holland, and kind of like the the setting of the sun on the careers of like Messi and Ronaldo. I think we need to be careful with 
saying stuff like that in terms of like, oh, no, I said it. We're not being careful. Throw caution to the I, I mean, no, seriously. I mean, I want that. No, I want that hot take. Yeah. Well, okay. I love Holland or Holland. Sorry, actually, I think that's how they pronounce his name. And I love Mbappe. Both great players. Like they are, quote unquote, next in line. But I don't think anyone will ever do it on the on the level of Messi. I, I don't think we'll see. Maybe there will be some kind of Ronaldinho type player that will come come along. But it's. I feel like Mbappe and Holland can only do one thing and just finish. Messi can do everything else. So it's hard for me to say changing of the guard. It's not really, it's like Messi is like a god basically. And we just have like the next top players. I mean, you can put Ronaldo up there too because I know the Ronaldo fanboys will probably kill me for that if I don't mention him. But um, well, I mean, that's, that's what I'm going to say. What? I was going to say to Ronaldo's case, I mean, you just, he pretty much does what Messi does as well. I mean, he does more well, than just finish. He can, well, you know, he can create, he, he's adapted. Uh, he's adapted. About he's adapted as he's gotten older. He's adapted his game as well. But I also am on the caution bandwagon because they haven't won anything yet. They haven't won any major trophies. I mean, yes, Mbappe won the World Cup, but I mean that France. Well, actually, squad, no, no, that's no good argument. That France. That, that, no, no, hold on. That France squad could have dominated with the backups in the entire competition. <laughs> I mean, that's let, true. That's true. That's no, true. Let, no, let no. Mbappe also speaking, scored four goals. He also scored four goals. Uh, that, that's something okay. that you can't just look no, at, no. You can't over. right. You can't discount that. But he's surrounded by you know great sure, players sure. that were in great form. I mean, like sure. you know, go back and look at that squad that 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 won. Um, you know, there's, it's still too early on. I, I, I think it's really interesting that we're on this notion because we've seen, we've been spoiled and seeing two great talents. Right. And we've always had like the Ronaldo versus Messi, who's the goat conversation that we're so eager to, when we start seeing their decline and naturally it's a progression, right? These players are getting older. I mean, they're what, 35 years or older now. Yeah. Um, Messi, Messi still got time. It's, it's uh, inevitable. I, they were going to decline. They're not going to be as dynamic yeah, as course. they were in their well, prime. Okay. And I think we're already looking forward to the next player, but I caution because yeah. we've heard of this tale before where we like, we can drop different names of players that didn't pan out a, at all, but they had such great potential early mm-hmm. on that everyone's so quick to try to label the next Messi, the next Ronaldo, you yeah. know? And to I, me, I just say, let's just keep enjoying them while they still can do it. Be, and I think like that from a standpoint of like a fan, and I'm, I'm, I'm more Ronaldo than Messi, but that's also because Barcelona and Chelsea have, like they are our enemies in the Champions so League. So you're speaking, right? I don't with, your, to get back. You're speaking yeah. with your heart, not your head. I don't, I don't want to get into why, you know, this whole thing, but look up the, so, you know, Champions I, I League ask- semifinal with Barcelona, you'll understand, but... What I'm getting at is like ultimately, um, let's not try to just label the next uh, great or goat or whatever because I don't think it's gonna come as quickly as you know we're already thinking with Holland or Holland and Mbappe. Like, you know, I feel like there might be someone behind a few years later that's gonna come in and be labeled another generational talent, and you know we're all gonna maybe, be set up for disappointment when they don't pan out. Do you, man, do you have a, a younger sibling that can still play? Maybe your younger sibling I got, can be there. 
Uh, no, I don't actually. Oh, the, all right. Yeah. And our time's um, up. Our time's up, guys. So <laughs> it ain't a one of us. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I'm still twenty. I mean, I'm still twenty-eight, so I could. I'm in my prime. That's. Oh no! <laughs> now that's considered old in uh in uh, the oh, world God. of football. Hey, not Savardi, not Savardi. <laughs> I could be a, a Vardy and just be good. Um, no, Justin, though, r- real quick, I, I don't don't take this the wrong way. Where we you know, just say like I, the way I see it is, I think Messi once he leaves Barcelona and goes to a team like Manchester United. It will have that GOAT status back again. And that's why I think there's no change of guard yet. I'm just hoping he leaves Massey. Um, the other thing that we need to remember, people always forget about this, is Mbappe is sometimes silent. Okay, he was good in this game, but like the Bayern game last, last year, he was nowhere to be found. Him and Neymar on the team. So let's be careful. I, I would be careful. Well, like, I love Mbappe, but he can only do one thing, and that's like finish. He's a good finisher, no doubt. Well, uh, yeah, and he's young, and like we, I think, as we said, like Ronaldo and Messi have changed their games because they are so so intelligent as players and so talented, uh, preternaturally that they have adjusted their games as their physical attributes have changed. So it's very early on, and I didn't mean to suggest by asking this question saying like, "Oh, Mbappe is like going to be the greatest of all time." I'm just saying like, no, I think as as Messi and Ronaldo get it like uh reach the ends of their careers like who is going to be who's going to fill that role as being like you know the undisputable like the best players in the world um that's what i was getting at not necessarily the yeah. best players of all time um yeah. and i know we got we, we got to move on right yeah we, have a, yeah, we gotta move on other but, but no before we do before we do um are, are we got man are we gonna have a comeback or are we doing a what is the word you, you said for the comeback oh oh yeah. So before we move on, though, I just want to remind all our listeners out there, there is such thing as the remontada and look it up, remontada. Google it, Wikipedia, <laughs> whatever you want. Yes. But you know, Barcelona have been in this position before, right? Sure. So I don't want to say that it's all set in stone, although I will say that this year will probably be a little more difficult for all the reasons that we just mentioned. Um, but hey, they showed that they could come back down, you know, from what was it, uh, like a six goal deficit, a five goal deficit, oh, something four, like that. I think was it like five, four one. Well, to to win it, to end oh, it, right, to right, end right, up so winning it, like a four goal so, deficit, yeah, and then they won. So the uh, last six, five. So, I don't know as much as uh, you know, it looks like most people would write them off uh, this time around. Sure. I, you know, I I wouldn't be so quick to do so, and. I mean, how spectacular would it be if they were able to pull something like that off for a second time? So, nah, hey, Manny, I would, I'm, a, I'm a Barcelona fan. I would agree with you any other season, not the season last season. Um, the only thing I would say, though, is if they play Ricky Pooch, if they play Trent Cow, they play the young stars, I think that's where they have a chance. And, and it's so very- you're saying there's a chance. I, yeah, yeah. There's a chance, but All it's right. like 95 to 5%. Like 95% PSG is going through. For like, hey, something catastrophic like has to happen. Like I said, stats don't seem to matter this season at all, right? So, hey, it's anyone's game. I'm looking forward to that second leg. Um, we'll see what happens. All right. Okay, um, well, I guess um, let, let's just bridge through the next two. Um, we have... 
Juve and Porto. All I will say about that game, because I really want to talk about that, is <laughs> that sucks. They lost. Can you imagine? Like, it was two two simple, easy goals that they could have prevented. Bentacore is so stupid. Like, what the hell was he thinking? He was playing around. He thought this was Serie A. Everyone slow. Like, what the hell was that? That was ridiculous. Bentacore made a stupid mistake, and that's what killed the game for them. And, of course, the second half, they, they started the game. And it was quick. It was just like quick, quick, quick. And they got two goals and boom, they were out of there. Uh, they did consider that one goal, which is they could be a, make it make things interesting. But I'm hoping that they do a counterattack style thing when they go back into Syrian uh, to play because they can do it. And I would, I would so much love this so much if Juve, who all they keep saying this is, oh, we want to win the Champions League. If they don't, if they get out of the Champions League, I would so much. I would love it. I would buy you guys cars or whatever you want because it will be a celebration in my house. I won't buy you cars, but you can you can uh, party when the, no, 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 the you, it's over. It, it, it's too late. You already said that. I, in, in I, I was too. Yeah. I was too excited. I was too excited. No, you already said it in the state of Virginia. Right. You just need two consenting parties on <laughs> recording to make it legal. So thank you, Bori, for that. We're gonna hold you to it. Um, hey, I will say hey, that quick. again. Yeah. yeah. Good. 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 Now I was gonna say again, this this just all comes down to the uh, you know same parallels that we saw in the RB Leipzig game, uh, where they gave away a stupid goal on a platter, and that was it. They didn't have a plan to come back from it, and you know, credit to Porto, uh, you know, for for taking their chances. They didn't have that many in the game, but it doesn't matter, you know, as long as you make the most of uh, of of your chances that that's all that counts and um again we didn't see any of like i don't think any of us got this prediction at all not even close yeah well, uh, justin you want to remind us what what, actually, what it was that we had hold on a minute like what, i thought i did what, oh i did a zero zero i did a zero yeah. zero oh, you went with you i think your exact words were i'm gonna go with my head instead of my heart and yeah because <laughs> you you predicted a zero zero tie manny and i both had juventus winning two nothing and Manny and I both also, both also have Juventus advancing, which may still happen. But Bori, obviously, uh, you think Porto was going to have the, the upset. I think I think they're going to sit back. They'll, the they're just going to defend for 90 minutes. Leg. Yep, yeah. sit, sit back for 90 It makes sense. And then just get fast players to counterattack. I mean, that's what I would do. Um, all right, let's talk about the last one. Uh, Sevilla Dortmund, I think um, both Manny and I got, got wrong and... Um, this was a risky one for uh, for Justin that apparently paid off. Justin, how are you feeling about that, man? Do you feel like uh, um, are you laughing yeah. at? <laughs> I was. I mean, we were talking over Slack during this uh, this match, and I think both of you. I, I'm not sure if it came through um, how gleeful I was because uh, I've been saying and I kept on saying like, what are we saying? It's Holland. Yeah, I, Holland. I think Holland. Holland. Yeah. Yeah. That Holland was going to just, he's unstoppable. He's a force of nature, especially in the Champions League. And uh, he proved to be exactly that. And Sevilla, I mean, like the, the final scoreline was 3 2, but I, mm-hmm. I felt like Dortmund were the team in the ascendancy for much of the match. They just were playing with a different level of energy um, for, for most of the proceedings. Yeah. So, yeah, I was pretty happy. I predicted the win. They got it. Uh, we'll see what happens in the second leg, though. They could totally bundle it, given how this team uh, is so up and down. 
and in that game again there were some defensive collapses like there were some like individual defensive errors that i think led one to one of the goals um that holland ended up scoring as well so um again that that seems to be the theme for the champions league or just european competition across the board um yeah yeah it would be oh uh yeah so we'll see um if they can you know kind of tidy up those uh, defensive uh, back lines and we'll see what happens in the uh, return. Yeah, I think I had uh, 3-0 Sevilla winning um, and Justin had 2-1 Dortmund winning and Manny 2-0. Uh, we're going to point this later on and we'll, we'll do the final points next episode or something. I think we've we spent some more time and it's fun. We've enjoy ourselves but let's let's get down to business guys let's let's talk about the predictions for for the champions that are coming up so we have uh let's let's start with the first one Atletico and uh chelsea which by the way i mean i guess spain this is being played in in bucharest right Correct. uh yes yeah so that that's gonna be a, a fun one i don't think home advantage means anything anyway in this in the climate that we're in there are no fans you know it's whatever well hold on i i in the domestic leagues, I tend to agree, but when we're talking about the oh, Champions sure. Okay. League, sure. When you, a team that would normally, like in this case, Atletico, yeah, get to chill in Madrid out over the mm. weekend, get to train in their familiar surroundings, and then play Chelsea, yeah, at the midweek. Now instead, they have to fly to Bucharest. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. They yeah. have to travel. I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's tiring. And these are players who mm-hmm. are, I, I think Atletico in particular has a pretty thin squad right now, if I'm mm-hmm. correct. Right. That they yeah. Have a, yeah. They have a lot Very of players. Thin. I think Manny's our COVID, our COVID uh, uh, broadcast expert. Yeah, let's let's get a COVID there. watch for Manny. <laughs> COVID watch. COVID watch for this game. Um, Atletico Madrid is actually only traveling with 14 players. All right. Dude, that's crazy. Uh, because the rest of their squad has been uh, pretty much decimated by COVID um in the last few weeks um interestingly enough they were actually going to uh play without Jao felix and he managed to recover in time so he's actually made the squad but they do have notable names like jimenez who's their starting center back Mm -hmm. um carrasco uh yanni carrasco who i know Mm -hmm. you're a fan of ori and uh hector herrera in the midfield so their midfield is pretty much impacted um for Chelsea on Chelsea's side, like Thiago Silva, which is our rock, I guess I would compare him to VVD, the importance of VVD to okay. Liverpool. Okay. Hey, hey, it is important because, you know, again, this we've mentioned it before where it's like that leadership that, uh, you know, that experience on the back line, not having someone like that against. Thiago's, he hasn't like, even unpacked all his boxes yet. He's like just joined Chelsea over the summer. Well, Listen, he's already unpacked, all right? He's uh he learned English already. All right? So he speaks perfect English now in the, you know in a few months. So the guy's all in, all right? And um we're going to miss him heavily, um especially because we know Atletico Madrid can turn it on in Champions League stages. Um having said that, I wouldn't be doing my team justice if I didn't think that they would be able to pull up an actual uh, positive result. So Manny, I have tell us what your result one. is. I'm curious. I have them winning 2-1. Oh, God. I don't oh, think God. we'll be able to keep a clean sheet because 
Luis Suarez is, you know, red hot right now. Uh, but I do think that we'll do just enough to, um, to pull a result off. So I have us winning two uh, one in this, in this first leg. And you have Chelsea going through or you have Atletico going through? You know, Bori, we'll cross that bridge when, uh, when the time comes. <laughs> I'd like to hear your, 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 uh, your, your predictions first. I will, I will go with 0-0 first leg just because of the reasons you've stated, uh, the COVID reasons. Um, I think maybe they would just sit back and, and conserve their energy because, again, they only have 14 people. But I have Atletico going through. I, I don't see how, no offense, Manny, but I don't see how Chelsea goes through uh, Atletico. I, I know you're going to bring up that fact about, you know, what, 20 years ago or no, not 20, but a decade ago when you guys won the Champions League And it was the same scenario. I know you're going to bring up that fact, but that was last you know what? decade. This is you know what, Bori. I don't. I, unlike you, I don't like to live in the past and mention you know the seven titles <laughs> and whatnot that Milan's hey, won. It's and hard to beat seven titles, man. Twenty years if ago, if seven titles are so, if, if you keep saying that, I keep going back. Then win seven titles, and then let's talk. Let's talk. By the way, you know what? This might be my yellow card segment because I saw you guys repping the seven emblem the seven uh, no, champions league emblem yeah, when yeah. you guys played and got destroyed by inter milan over the weekend so <laughs> okay hey hey justin what's what's yours what do you think um i think there's gonna be a lot of tired legs out there uh i don't think even though he's back uh and available for selection i don't think joe felix is going to be at 100 percent um that's another thing that i think we need to talk about at some point is like the long-term effects of COVID potentially like on players in terms of their stamina and like how quickly they're able to come back and be their, be their true selves on the field. But um, I mean, I, I think there's gonna be some tired legs on both sides of the pitch uh, this time around, but I, I actually have um, Chelsea coming away with okay, a smash, right. a smash and grab. Fan, fan yeah. Fest. Yeah. I, it, this is... It's, I think this is a, I think more so than any other league, the EPL goes through cycles of like being smashed in Champions League and then kind of like coming back in a cycle and being like the dominant league in terms right. of like, you know, the number of teams who are advancing deep into the competition. I think this might I be agree. one of the one of the the latter scenarios this year. But I yeah, I have Chelsea winning the first leg 1-0 in and like I said, in a smash and grab. Maybe it's gonna be like a sloppy goal. Uh, who knows what's gonna happen, but I, I think it's gonna be one of those types of games. And then I actually have Chelsea. I have Chelsea also advancing out of the round. This is I just have Liverpool. to say that this is coming from an Arsenal fan. Yeah, this this yes. is not so, this is world not peace. I don't like Anybody this. who doesn't believe in, in the, the possibility of world peace, peace <laughs> in the Middle East, um, here you have an Arsenal fan saying that they think Chelsea is going to advance. I, I just want to move on. I'm going to move on. Let's talk about Lazio and Bayern. So... I think this is pretty obvious, and I'll be shocked if any of you have the other team uh, winning. But I have Lazio tying 2-2 with, with Bayern in the first leg, but, but Bayern ultimately going through, um, even though they're, they've been stop, sloppy lately. Um, Justin, do you, who do you have? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you in terms of who's going to advance. It's going to be Bayern. I also have Bayern winning the first leg, and I have them winning 3-1. Uh, to one against Lazio. Ooh. I actually was going to have Lazio getting blanked, but looking at recent results, Bayern have been, like you said, sloppy and letting in goals against inferior competition. So I, I have a uh, Lazio at least getting one against them. 
I really? actually, yeah, Bayern all the way. Um, but more so because of the shock defeat they just uh, got over the weekend um, in the Bundesliga. I don't see how that's not a wake-up call to them to kind of stop resting on their laurels because nobody expected them to lose this weekend. So I think they're going to come out guns blazing. And uh, I have them actually winning uh, 2-1. Give consolation goal to Lazio. Oh, God. So. All right. Well, the one that I really want to talk about is the Atalanta Real Madrid. I mean, I love Atalanta. I'm not going to lie. Bergamo. I know. Um, so how many more results, Bori? Just real quick, how many more results like this weekend will it take before you just pledge your allegiance to Atalanta as your oh, favorite come team? On. No, I, 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 I know I you have a special place in your heart for Atalanta. You have for like well, a couple it's of years crazy now. a little bit. And Duvan Zapata, and Duvan Zapata too. I mean, dude is good. Dude is. I mean, I dude is a good finisher. Did you see goals he scored this weekend? He's just a good finisher. He's just, he's just good. Um, but I, I'm going to say this. I, 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 I think Madrid has the same situation as Atletico Madrid, which is funny because it's the same city, um, but they have a, a COVID issue. So they, they have like people from the... I think they have like 15 players traveling. Right. From, the, from like players from Castilla also joining the fold, which is weird. Like just bring all the Castilla players. Well, I guess they didn't register them. Uh, that's why I forgot. They have to register them. Okay. Well... Um, I I have Atalanta doing a complete wipe out of Real Madrid's history by scoring four goals. And that's a very bold one, I know, but I think that's going to happen. Atalanta is going to score four goals. Real Madrid will score zero, no goals. And I have Atalanta going through. Uh, Manny, I'm curious to hear what you have. Ah, so this one's, uh, this one's tough. Um for all the reasons you just mentioned, um, my heart says Atalanta will be able Come to on. pull it off. But Your my head also mind, says that, right? No, my head unfortunately says Real Madrid because we've seen time and time again, they somehow, when they should be eliminated, when the teams have them up against the wall and, you know, it should be an easy win is when they somehow get lucky and turn it around and end up with a result. Like we saw in the group stages this this season so i have them beating even with a thin squad i have them uh beating atalanta two to one and if you guys see a pattern in my in my <laughs> predictions it's because i'm tired of <laughs> i don't think any team has a zero right like if you already yeah. if you if you predict a zero zero and there's a goal like involved and it's over already. So I'm at least shooting, you know, for some possibility for a chance in there. So um, I think they'll find a way to pull it off. Um, Atalanta as good as they are and just the demolishing they've just, they just gave Napoli. Um, I don't think that they get it done in this first leg. So. Justin, help me, help me out here. What's going on? Atalanta? Um. I had so much trouble picking on this one. So I'm just like, I figured I'll just like uh, kind of flip a coin. Yeah. Yeah. Flip a coin, I guess, because I have them just finishing in a two, two draw. I just want to see a lot of goals. I don't really care which side they come from. Um, but in terms of who's going to advance from the round or into the round of eight, like it's, uh, I think his magic kind of wore off a little bit last year. But I think uh, you can't deny Zidane 
uh, this is his competition. And even though he's got a thin squad, I'm actually going to pick uh, Real Madrid advancing over at Atalanta into the next round. Sorry, Rory. Right. You both will have to buy me dinner if Atalanta... I, I'm telling you, I think Rory, this is going to be a blowout. Sure, I Rory, think it's yeah. going to be a blowout. I'll buy you dinner. I'll, I'll drive you there in the new car that you get <laughs> me. For your, as, 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 as will I. And notice that the stipulation, he never mentioned what kind of car, nor did he say. Hey, yeah, a toy car is a car, right? Um, <laughs> no, okay, okay real quick, last, la- last one, last one is, is I mean, Gladbach and, and Master T. I think Master T is in hot form. Um, I have them going through eventually, um, but also winning the, fir- the first leg 3 1. Um, you know, I, I don't see how Gladbach is going to um, overcome City. I have the same. I have uh, City winning this leg of the fixture, uh, two nothing. Gladbach not even getting a consolation goal, more so than any other team in the whole competition. Possibly, like in all of Europe, nobody has the luxury of being able to rotate their squad and have like quality on the field week in and week out like Pep and uh, Man City do. So I think they're going to they're gonna walk through this round with a uh, relative ease. And I admit, yeah, Man City winning the leg, winning, winning the round. Um, hard to argue with everything that was just said. Um, to Justin's point, City just got back uh, KDB as well, you know, yep. um, which could up to, you know, a few weeks ago, he was arguably the most important player. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're firing on all cylinders. Pep is rotating. He's making the right subs. He's making – he's choosing the right lineup. Um, I just don't see Gladbach um, winning this one. So I did give him a consolation goal as well. Oh, good. Nice. Uh, That's a yeah, man. Just, just being nice. Exactly. Let, let me check. Is it Christmas? Oh, okay. But, but. but overall, I do have um, – it's City 2-1, and they're going to come out um, winners. Nice. Now, we'll talk about how far they get because we always know oh, God. a pet I... team can, can't make it past quarters. Last year, maybe uh, it was actually, I think, semis, but that's it. So more to yeah. come in the future weeks on that. We'll see. We'll see. Um, okay, so I know we don't have much time to talk about the, the EPL stuff, but just wanted to, you know, we had the Merseyside Derby. We had the London Derby. Uh, just real quick, um, to any of you, I just want to understand if Mourinho should be sacked because I'm still wondering why he's still, you know, on. I mean, I love Mourinho, but honestly, I, I didn't think Tottenham will have this much patience, but I'm surprised that he's not sacked yet. I Do think... you know why they won't sack him? Yeah, I have think you seen about... how much they got to pay him? Yes. If, if he gets sacked. Oh, I have not seen that. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly. Manny just took the words out of my mouth. Okay, so he has the he's in the driver's seat. In true Mourinho <laughs> fashion, um, I think there's a there was an article or a stat out there uh, that he's made something like cl- close to like forty percent of his uh, earnings as a coach through uh, canceled contracts. Oh god! And payouts. <laughs> it's not the best. Thing. And why? I mean, okay. it's, Here, it, it's well, no surprise. All right, so. <laughs> Bory, you love him. Uh, Manny, he's been the manager of your team twice, two separate tenures. Cool. Yep. Can someone explain to me what 
is the love affair with this dude? I don't get it. Like, why do people keep on giving him so much? Why do these top clubs keep on giving him chance after chance and a, like a bunch of money? He's trying to trust it, man. He he's won things when he when he goes to a club. He, he went to Chelsea once, twice, won trophies, went to United, went to United. I mean, granted that like they had good players, but they were such in disarray and they still won a trophy. So I think that's what happened. I, I, if you want to win a trophy, you go for, for Marina, but I'm just surprised. So I can only, I can time. only speak to, I, I agree. Um, you know, when, when Chelsea hired him, I think he had just come from, uh, from winning, uh, didn't he win the Champions League with Porto? Then okay, yeah, on. yeah, okay, I'm sorry. I should have been more specific. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like, okay, Mourinho was a tactical genius sure. a decade ago. Sure, the, the game has changed. Sure. What is successful has changed. The play, the average player profile has changed. His Correct. tactics have not, and he's adamant uh, and I, will not change. Okay, so, so he, let, let's think about this real quick, actually. Sorry, man, to cut you off. But no, no, go before, for it. Before Tottenham, he was at United, and he took that team, albeit as the Europa League, all the way to Europa League, and they won the Europa League, right? Um, but I think the problem here is Tottenham and the players that he has to deal with. Um, if the players change, if he if he really gets what he wants in the back, which I don't know if he will because of the financial state of Tottenham, then I I think he will get back to his levels. But it's it, they're simply not good for his tactics. I'll I'll be the first to say I'm sorry, but. I think they're not good enough for him. Like I said before, I think, like I said last week, when Mourinho, when things are good, they're good. Like they're really good. But when things start going downhill and things get bad, they get bad very quickly. And to Bori's point, um, Tottenham invested like pretty, made some pretty significant investments as far as Tottenham goes this past season. Uh, You know, the additions of Gareth Bale, Regulon, some of these other folks. Um, but there's a lot of money still at stake and they're not one to just cut losses like that. So I think that's why he's still hanging around. Will we see him pass, you know, here next season? I don't know. Only time will tell, but he has a pretty big buyout. And right now the way, you know, COVID has impacted all these clubs and the yeah. loss of uh, revenue. I, I don't see like if, if you guys have seen the uh, Spurs documentary, Dan Levy, the, the chairman seems to be like, they paint him as this guy that's like counting pennies, right? Like, you know, like he gets the utmost or he tries to get the utmost for his money. And I don't see him just quitting or sacking Mourinho just to sack him, even though in my opinion, it would be the right move at this point in time. I don't time. think so. If, I don't think so. If they so. want to salvage anything from the season. I don't season. think so. Bring, bring I, I in who? who in, bring yeah, in who. exactly. Bring in who and, and also like, who will be able to take this team and, and make them win anything? I think it's only Mourinho that can do it. Um, but he, Mourinho, I think the problem with Mourinho, he needs to get over his, the way he handles players, especially in the media, talking about them you know, to the media. Like, I, I don't think he should be doing that stuff. But that's the way he's done it in the past. And he, he's won yeah. trophies. That's it. That's so, his way of doing know- it. That, 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 that's a good point. Uh, Justin, to your point, 10 years ago, Mourinho was not the narcissist he is today. I think like his no. ego and all the winning, everything that he's accomplished, going across the different leagues and being a serial winner. Deserve, has deservedly. He deserves to do that. Deserved, correct. But there's a way where to go about things. I mean, you see um, most notably Hansi Flick who won, you know, sure. everything under the sun in the last year and a half. 
he's not going out there acting like Mourinho. You know what I mean? Like Pep, to some extent, has a sense of arrogance, but is nowhere near what Mourinho commands and brings to the table. Um, you know, like it's it's just something that that comes along with it. Like you either deal with it or you don't. And like you accept his faults. He is who he is. I, I mentioned that. You know, you're gonna get what you like. Mourinho is who he is. Like what you see is what you get. Like there's no hiding behind anything. There's no facade. The guy just does yeah, right. as he wants. Uh, uh, that's true. I, I mean, like let, he, let, he was famously, I mean, like I just want to like, Manny's correct. Like Mourinho has developed this ego over time. He was much more humble. Um, you know, and then somebody called him uh, the special one. The special in one. And that was, who was that? Who did that? Uh, oh, that was Mourinho. Mourinho called himself the special one <laughs> uh, back in 2004. 2004 when he was in with Chelsea so hey he took Porto he he won the I mean okay anyways let's let's stop there um one more thing Liverpool looks like I don't think they're gonna make top four I I actually think they I don't think they will make top four but maybe I'm wrong because we're already halfway past the season like there's no like oh the season is still young we're getting to a point where if if they don't figure it out they're not going to make the top four so um I'm just going to ask Justin this question Yes or no? Top four for Liverpool? For Liverpool? Yes. Uh, at this point, n- no. No, I'm just saying predict to the end. Like, assuming this is the last last day of the season. Do, do I, if today was the last day of the season, do I think? Well, yeah, well, just given the way they're playing, do you think they'll make the top four? No. No. I don't. Not anymore. If you Like, I, I feel like we've kept on saying like, it's almost like, it was almost like a given. It's kind of weird. Like we kept on saying for like the past few weeks, like, Oh, they'll find a way uh, it's Klopp. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll figure it out. Uh, you know, but like, they're not figuring it out and yeah. they, the injuries I, just keep on stacking up. I Henderson mean, got yeah. injured. I, I don't even know who they're going to play to pair with, um, um Phillips like- with Kabak the next th- week. Phil- Phillips, or yeah. they might oh, have yeah, to yeah. bring in someone from the, uh, from the Academy. They can play me. I'll do a good job. There we go. This is your hey, party moment, Bori. Yeah, of course. Hey, club, just sign me up, man. I got you. Um, all right. Well, I think that's all we have today. Um, I think we've, this was a good episode. This is, I mean, this went really long. This is probably the longest episode I've ever done. Um, Hold up. One, one, real, one quick point oh. about the, I just want to mention one thing about the Merseyside Derby because I yeah. was like, I couldn't believe it when I saw this factoid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everton's win at Anfield this past weekend was their first win there in the EPL since 1999. It's been wow. coming up on 22 years, close yeah. to 22 years since they last won at Anfield in the league. So that's, I couldn't believe that statistic. These are two teams that obviously have never been relegated from the EPL. So that's just crazy yeah. to me. That's cool. That is, that is a crazy fact. And I wonder if, it would have been different if there were fans in the stands. Oh, if, if, because we, we can talk about this another time, but you know, I've been thinking a lot about this in the form of some teams with the lack of fans, uh, Liverpool being one of them, they were pretty yeah. much impenetrable at home. No mm-hmm. fans, West Ham, no fans doing great. <laughs> you know just milan milan no fans doing great i mean i know people milan doing yeah so what what i'm getting at is like it it seems like there are some clubs that just feed off more off their fan base 
you know, on game day. Yeah, of course. And literally showing with some of the results that we're seeing. So yeah. I've always uh, been something that we we'd be interested in maybe like seeing if there's any facts or anything to that. So yeah, well, there's right. going to need to be a lot of analysis of this this weird season. There's going to be a big old asterisk. I feel like in, in hopefully in years to come when this is all seems like a bad I, dream. If we win the if we win the Syria, yes. Uh, oh no, sorry. If we win the Syria, no, they shouldn't do that. But if we don't, then yes, they can. <laughs> they can put asterisks. They give them put twenty asterisks on the freaking damn thing. But no, thank you to our listeners for listening. Um, uh, let us know if you like this uh, this format. Um, you can contact us on Twitter at uh, 4thofficialsp and we are on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts so just uh, take a listen um, and let us know alright see, see, see you both next time absolutely